Welcome to Licking Non-Vanilla, a sex-positive hour of talk about kink, sexual mores, and writing dirty words. So grab a cup of cocoa, your favorite easy chair, and the lube as we go sailing into the dark, sweet waters of all things naughty. On Licking Non-Vanilla, with your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. and M. Christian. Hey guys, girls, and everything in between, or whatever you are. Uh, you have reached Licking Non-Vanilla, and I'm one of your hosts, Ralph Greco Jr. I think I'm one of your hosts. And across the uh, the continent from me, but not never, not that far from my heart, is... <laughs> Uh, Chris, otherwise known as M. Christian from Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, and Chris, uh, Chris and I go way back, further than we wanted to remember, right, Chris? Yeah, from <laughs> dinosaurs ruled the earth. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> it's true. Um, this is. I was just told by our producer. This is our 49th, going to be 49th uh, episode, I think. So we're, we're wow. We're closing in on 50, and uh, we're very, we're very happy to have. Lilith with us today. We're going to talk about to Lilith about what she does, who she is, what she's about. I found her, I believe, on uh, on Twitter, right, Lilith? Wait, did we find each other on, on on Twitter? Is that where we found each other? Yes, it was on Twitter. Did, did you do a movie and a, or a scene in something that I reviewed? Is that how how we connected? I I did a scene with Blush Erotica. Blush Erotica, because I've written for Blush. And Chris, you know we've we've done a lot of stuff on Blush. We've done a, a lot of blogs mm -hmm. on them and press releases, and we've talked to one or two of them, uh, their their stars before. Anyway, so was that your first scene with Blush? That was my first scene with Blush, and that was my first oh, studio scene. Okay, okay, very cool. So you you were a virgin before that scene, as far <laughs> as so to speak. Um, what had you what had you done before the scene in in the adult um, before the scene I started back in 2019 just with okay. camming uh, from there I kept having people in my room asking about mm -hmm. OnlyFans. so I okay. dove into that for a minute, for a minute. okay <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. well yeah. I'm still on it but it's a little crazy right now. Um, and then I was doing a lot of working with someone named Photos mm -hmm. by the Gent, doing okay. photography um, and doing modeling for a lot of boudoir and mm -hmm. nude photos. And that was mm -hmm. super fun. And then I did a few scenes with, I wouldn't really call them studios, but other mm -hmm. creators, per se. Um, I did a few scenes with them, and then I did my first scene with Blush Erotica. Okay, so can you tell us? It's funny you 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 gave like a little bit of a like a little bit of a stutter over the OnlyFans thing. So I'm wondering, did you find OnlyFans problematic, or just not to your liking, or just not where you want to be? I'm still okay. doing it. I'm still on it. It's just. I'm not sure if I really like the handle as much. It's very oversaturated. It's very well-known name. Mm -hmm. Everyone and their mother yeah, has an OnlyFans yeah. nowadays. Yeah, I think that's. I, we've we've heard that across the board, right, Chris? That that's like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
that and the uh, management's a little odd. Yeah. You know, they 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 have a tendency to kind of like do strange things periodically right. that kind of shakes things up. Right. And then they, um, I think it was last year that they decided for a minute to completely shut mm -hmm. down on allowing. Oh, I, I remember that. I remember that, Chris. That was like. And then, and then they changed their mind. Yeah, that was like they mind. had like uh, a half a day or whatever. It was like, uh, and everybody was freaking. Mm -hmm. Like, only fans is not doing porn. What, what? What the hell are they gonna do? You know, it's very, very strange, yeah. right? Because every, I think everybody worried it was going in the 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 um the way of tum the um uh tumbler, 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 the tumbler fest, right? Festa uh, Sosta uh, loss, yeah, yeah. I believe and it was. We, and then everybody was got got scared, right? Because everybody's like, "Well, it's gonna go the way of tumbler. What's gonna happen with only fans?" You know, but. And there's so had, exactly had you little had had you gone to or considered other like platforms like you know many vids or any of that kind of stuff or you know loyal fans. I am, I am sitting down and signing up. I actually okay. have a whole list because I want to get back okay. into camming. So I remade a my free cams. I remade a new chatterbait. Okay. I'm starting essentially mm -hmm. from scratch because I don't remember some okay. of my old logins. <laughs> so, Lilith, tell us how a, how a how a nice girl like you ended up here. How, where how did you get into all this? And I don't know if you're a nice girl. Um, so. It wasn't really much of. <laughs> you <laughs> seem like a very nice girl. Chris. She seems nice, right? So far, I I definitely agree. Yeah. I've got nice nice girl vibes. Nice crazy. girl vibes. I'm not talking Chris. I'm not talking <laughs> the vibes you're getting from below her her neck. I'm just talking about <laughs> then his pretty face. But um, so, Lilith, how'd you get into all this? Tell us how you did. Uh, it wasn't really surprising. So all of my family knows and none of them are surprised. I was very fortunate to have been raised in a very sex positive home in a very sex positive environment. Um, I think I was raised. Oh, what is my phone doing? Okay. I, <laughs> I was raised by my stepmother and she was incredible with that. Um, I was always taught that everything is natural. I was taught that no matter what you did for work, um, for the most part, as long as it was legal, ethical, mm -hmm. moral, just go with it. <laughs> yeah. It was income. Yeah. It was work. Yeah. It was valid, hard right. work. Um, so I always had a joke that going into puberty when I was like 13, 14 years old, obviously I had much bigger chest than the okay. other girls. <laughs> and I can always you, had you, a joke that, with my mother. That again, that, just to, just to make a point. Thank you very much. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I always had a joke with my mother that I don't want to be in student debt. I'm just going to be a okay. stripper. <laughs> and then as I started getting closer to 18, I was like, well, is this a right. joke? I could go do right. that. Unfortunately, I have no coordination. Right. I can't okay. dance well, for shit. That, so not, that didn't okay, happen. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, but you, you kind of, then you just fell into camming. Is that, is that was the first thing you did in the adult world? Uh, that was the first okay. thing. So I was also at that time, I had just turned 18. Um, I've actually had my Twitter since March, 2019. Like I will cry if it gets right, taken right. down or yeah. Um, and I was a single mom. Okay. Uh, it was a month after my 18th birthday. I was a single mm -hmm. mom. I needed a way that I could work from home, um, that I could make money. Right. And I came across camming. Wow. Okay. Well, why not? Right. I mean, it's, so, you know, Chris, I'll let you jump in here because I got a couple questions. But I'll, you jump in, 
and ask her what yes a little what what's on your what's most on your mind other than the fact you want to see her do this again. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I'm not I'm a little agog here. <laughs> I know, so like, I know. Actually, <laughs> I get the face. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I just think it's fascinating. It's like you know that first of all, it's wonderful your family and you were raised in such a positive environment because so many people have to really have hard times with that because. I mean, you know, all it takes is one person to blow the whistle and your life can, like, fall apart because, you know, family is intolerant or whatever. But and that's, like, that gives you a wonderful benefit uh, because there's nothing wrong with this. It's like, it's just consensual. Then go ahead and do it. And these days there's so many ways of, you know, you know getting your, your, your uh, pictures and videos out there. It's fantastic. So what, Lilith, what, what would you say... Okay, so let's because there's two they're kind of two different worlds here, cams and camming and scenes, or do you not see them as two different worlds? Do you see them, you know, um, the parameters and the, and the limits? I I definitely see them as two okay. different worlds, but under the same umbrella. Same of rubric. Work. Okay, so what what obviously there's differences that Chris and I and everybody knows the differences, but to your mind, what is, what are the glaring differences that, that when, you know, when I say camming and when I say shooting a scene with blush, blush erotica, what are the, what are the, the glaring differences to you? Um, a big glaring difference is safety. Okay. Explain um, that. Hmm? When I am, when I am camming and I am behind a computer screen for the most part, nobody can touch right. me. Um, I, my safety is hundred percent guaranteed. There is nobody in this room except for me and my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and going out and shooting a scene, uh, that's something I was very nervous with because I have a slight history, um, in my eighteens of being scammed and having some not so great experiences mm-hmm. trying to get into the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually very hesitant and very nervous to work with blush erotica okay. at first. Of course, they are yeah, amazing. Nice um, yeah, nice. 100%, 100% safe with them, but didn't know well, that you know? You before know. meeting them. So, so tell us then, for, for the uninitiated, how that happened. How you how you even come came to because, like you're saying, well, you're you're safe in the cam cocoon, so to speak, and then you're like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture out to here, and um, I'm you know have trepidation, of course, as you would. So how did you how did you find blush or did they find you and how did you how did you how did it progress into shooting a scene for them so they actually found me on twitter and uh they reached out to me a couple times Mm -hmm. and like i said i just wasn't too sure so i brushed them off a couple Mm -hmm. times (laughs) um really wish i didn't Mm -hmm. and i ended up doing some photos with them first and then a year, I want to say a year, year and a half later, I just shot that scene recently. Mm-hmm. You did, yeah, that's where, where I saw that scene, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they <laughs> seem to have a, a you know, Chris, we, we've gone over this before with them. They do seem to have a wide variety of types that they use, you know, uh, body types, ethnicities, mm-hmm. um, and also the scripts themselves, because I've written some scripts, and I've heard the other scripts that have been, you know, written for them, um, and it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big pretty big spectrum that they they seem to mind did you find that um when you worked with them did you say you did you say to yourself i'm setting myself up here for maybe future work like i have a feeling that i could work with this company again and again 
Yes, I actually have another scene planned with them at the end of the month. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I am very excited. I want to continue working yeah. with them. I would love to continue branching out and doing other scenes with other studios. Mm -hmm. um, I find that a lot of what they do is very much focused around inclusivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Which I think is amazing. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I think it seems to be uh, a, fair, a fair workplace and everybody seems to be welcome there, you know? I've heard nothing I definitely, about yeah, they are amazing. Um, I definitely don't know if I would be more accepted or able to get scenes in the more mainstream world. Maybe today, um, in this modern age, since you know there is a new focus on um, inclusivity and different body types. Mm -hmm. But I know if I was around back in the eighties in the porn, I would not have gotten it. Well, okay, and I, that may be obvious to older porn fans um i mean you chris and i think you're darling already so you know we're not even <laughs> it has nothing to do and that's that's a you know but why would you say something like that what what you see yourself and you're, you're honest with yourself and you said okay i i have a certain look and a body type whatever so what makes you think it you probably maybe not have worked so much back in the in the day what what about it's yeah, obviously it's not your I know. You know your looks i mean it's got to be something else <laughs> I know back in the day that they kind of had, and some of the larger companies still do, mm -hmm. um, they have a very specific look to all their models mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. all of their models look like the unattainable female beauty ideal, mm -hmm. like Victoria's Secret models, mm -hmm. um, a lot of Playboy, mm -hmm. um, a lot of, a lot of them. Brazzers, I think, only has like three or four BBW models. I think that's true. Yeah, I, I, yeah. it's funny you say that because we just did some press on them this week, and yeah, I know. I they, I would say that's true. But you're not. But you would. Mm -hmm. We we said this before. You and I were talking about this on Twitter. Would you describe yourself as a BBW or would you not? I would not. Okay. Um, I don't think that that title is for me. Okay. Um, I can stand up real quick. I'm oh, please do. not like the tall, skinny <laughs> model girl. I am. I definitely got some weight on me. I definitely have curves right. on me. That's true. I am half Cambodian. Okay. So I yeah, no, definitely. am not the, yeah. I'm not the, like the Victoria's Secret model aesthetic. But you're also not, you, you, I'm not super slim and toned. But you don't think you're BBW, but, right? Yeah. No, I would say I'm. An average yeah, body. I, think so. I would say that I am. What would you, what, Chris? And we don't mean to like look at you and assess you, but whoa, what, what would you say, Chris? <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, she's she probably doesn't fall into a BBW BB, BBW category, does she? That's really what really what you consider yourself. I mean, yeah. you know, there's there's like all kinds of sub uh, subcategories. I mean, true. if you know, and this is just purely off the off the cuff, and you know, hit me in the head if I'm wrong, but more like a like more chubby than. Than you know necessarily like some of the larger um, models, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it really has to do with like how you define yourself yeah, because there's like and this is true. It's like you know that's one thing about having a diverse you know whole range of body types is like it's not just you know what other people might call you, but what you consider yourself to be too. So it's like it's very welcoming that way, which I think is really very cool. Well, also you know you you did mention you're Cambodian. You said is that your background yes okay. i am um ethnically i am half cambodian okay so you know maybe back in the day we didn't see a lot of ladies that looked like you ethnic mm -hmm. <laughs> you know no, seriously i mean we wasn't um i'm just trying to think chris i mean back in the day the, the aesthetic was 
you know, Caucasian girls, right? Blonde. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Big tits. Yep. Super slim. Long legs, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think nowadays we're seeing ladies with a wide variety of ethnicities, you know, um, and I, I can't see how that's, I mean, it's, I just, yeah, it's changed, you know, it really has changed because I, I, back in the day it was, these girls were completely unattainable, like you said. They were just, they were just paradigms, you know. And nowadays you see people that look like you, look, you know, that have your, skin coloring or your facial features you know and and you and you have you have it, it feels more real now because the blush or blush erotica mm -hmm. stuff it certainly feels real to me you know um so that's i guess but you like you said not all not all companies are embracing that ethic right no i really wish i think a lot of companies and a lot of the bigger companies should make that mm -hmm. step forward because uh a lot of the porn there, like you said, it's unattainable. Yeah. Um, I think it pushes a lot of unhealthy beauty standards on younger women, especially. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Victoria's Secret, the model, the industry, all of that um, constantly pushing into the face of women. This is how you're supposed to look. It's impossible mm -hmm. without surgery, but go ahead. It's impossible. Yeah. I'm four foot ten. I'm four foot ten. Yes, that's, um, that's not going to change. 100 pounds, 100, 110 <laughs> yeah. pounds. I'm not going to be the Caucasian blonde hair, blue yeah. eye. That is physically right, impossible. Right. No matter what you do to alter yourself, you'd never get there. First of all, you, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't care what you do to your, yeah, you're not going to get there and, and nor should you, you know, so, okay, that's all. These are good points. Now, before we go any further, let me just tell you everybody where we are. Chris, where are we, Chris, with today? We're looking non-vanilla, which, you know, somewhere between, you know, Eugene, Oregon and, and, and um, New Jersey. New Jersey and, 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 and uh, the, the space that is our heads. Uh, we're talking with Lilith. Now, Lilith, do you just go by your first name or do you go by another, your two names or, or another name, in fact? So I started with camming and um, I didn't know what to do. So I just threw Lilith Babes down, Lilith babes. but Lilith works just fine. Lilith, okay. So... Let's get into where we're going to talk about this at the end, and then I'll get when I blog about the show, we'll get all your, your socials up. But tell people out of your pretty little mouth where they can find you and <laughs> and all the links and all that good stuff for just for now. Just give, give us a little. little all right. So, right now, you can find me on my Twitter, on my Instagram, and on my OnlyFans, as well as a chatterbait. Mm hmm. Um, you can also find me on Fanbase, uh, which is uh, one of the newer apps. Okay. And pretty soon you'll be able to find me on my free cams, mini vids, X videos, Pornhub, and clips for sale I'm looking at. And this is wow, all, great. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff, right, Chris? Um, mm -hmm. So it's under Lilith Babes or just Lilith? It's under Lilith Babes. Lilith Babes, okay. And again, Lilith, we will. I will put this all up on, on, you know, on the socials when, when the show goes up. I just wanted to hear from your pretty little mouth because it's always nice when you hear from the, from the, from the lady herself. Um, so, Chris, we, we, we have, a, we have a, a example here of, of, a, of, a, of a young woman who's working in the, in the industry and is, is, you know, kind of making your way in, into the industry in, a, in an interesting way because things have changed. The paradigm has changed. Mm -hmm. So, so, but we've seen a lot of different changes, Chris, you and I, right, over the years. Oh God, yes. You know, <laughs> I mean, just just from like you know, what is it like, film to you know, video, to video to DVDs, DVDs to the internet. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's nonstop. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think it's it's a good thing that we have what we have and where we're at. But so Lilith, what? You, you, she's moving again, Chris. I, every time she moves. Yes, I know. No, no. I got to plug my phone. In. No, it's no. We're not complaining. No, we're, we're not, not complaining. complaining. Every time you move, we just get a different angle. So it's 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 nice to get a different angle on you. Um, so, so your day. What does your day entail then? Are you going on the cam early in the morning, and or do you go when you know there's a certain per, you know uh, when you know you got fans looking? I mean, how do, how does the day of a cam girl go? Tell us how that works. All right, so I actually work a day job. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if I can give the title of that job. I probably shouldn't, just That's in fine. case. But oh, yeah. Well, I, when um, you're it's in the with. HR realm. Okay. It's in the HR realm. Okay. So I work an office day job from 6.30 uh, to 4.30. Okay. And then I try to get on the cams from 5 p.m. until 8 or 9 p.m. Okay, okay. And this is every day? Are you doing the weekends too? I mean, what... what, what, what? I try to do it Monday to Thursday. Okay. Um, I do have my child. Oh, yeah, right. Well, so that's I kind take, of important, right? <laughs> I, take, I take Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right, I have right. my child um, okay. full-time. Okay. And what... This always interests me, Chris. You know the difference of what 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 a lady will do on cam and what she'll do in a in a in a in a, in a scene. So, what will you mm -hmm. and what you don't? What? Let's first talk about what you <laughs> what you like to do on cam. What's your favorite thing to do on cam? Okay, so my favorite thing to do on cam, um, as you can imagine, is probably the tip flashes. The tip. It always <laughs> always is popular, and then I also do the spanks and the spank. Um, tipping for spanks and those are like my two favorite things okay oh well, we're um, after our own my least first. favorite <laughs> my least favorite is probably whenever someone tries to get me to like strip tease or dance okay because again <laughs> you're not you're not coordinating no rhythm no, okay i got you All right. so you so you like to you like to show off the girls when you can and uh yes. okay and and spank yourself Yes, and I really, um, what I love about Cam is definitely having the regulars and having the same people and right. just talking. Um, a lot of people on Cam go on there and watch the girls, not just for the sex and the entertainment, but just as somebody to talk to. So does it ever get to the point, you know, Chris, I always think about this, like, because you, you, you and I, you know, we don't do any camming. So, you know, we, we just a little bit amount of, like, even something like this, right? So I can get confusing sometimes. I have to send Lilith, like, a, something on Twitter, and I have to, you know, like, I get, like, you know, my 61-year-old brain just zips out. But anyway, um, I was wondering, Lilith, you're in the middle of doing a whole bunch of things. You're spanking yourself for somebody, and somebody else comes on. And, like, do you ever get confused? You're like, oh, shit, I got too much stuff going on. Right, right in front of me. Ever, <laughs> does it ever get to that point? So, thankfully, things have evolved a lot um, with, especially with the Lovins, is what I use. Okay. So, I have oh, yes. this connected to most of my cam shows lately. Yep. Um, yeah, Chris, you've probably reviewed that, I found right? out yeah. that. I'm, I'm a big have, fan of Lovins. Um, I write about them all the time. <laughs> okay. I, I love them. I broke two Lushes. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, so I had to get that, and that looks a little more durable. Okay. But fingers crossed, it's more durable. Um, so Lovins I says has fingers crossed. Whole, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, was I, where was I? Oh, Lovins has a whole extension with camming. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. And it has like a whole 
chat box thing set up that the messages go to you with the tips they're highlighted oh good okay it really streamlines the whole process okay i try to keep up and remember things thankfully my rooms don't my rooms don't get too busy okay so well good you so in other words they get busy uh a couple people you get you get a, a good number of people but not over over abundance of of, of all different people is what you're saying no, I would say I get around fifty to one hundred viewers. That's pretty wow. good. Wow, huh? that's pretty freaking good. That's great. Um, most of the people on like the first front pages, they will have eleven thousand, twenty thousand at a time. But you're you're comfortable wow. with the fifty, and you're just comfortable. You're like, I mean, I would love to have the eleven thousand. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think that would be cool. Right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so then, let's talk about a scene. Then, what what? what would be your favorite thing to do in a scene or you know you you what what you're saying to yourself wow this i really would like to do this in a scene and what you know is a hard no like i'm never going to do this in a scene so some of my hard no's um i found through trial and error oh, well, that's how and one of them i found is like the face fucking the throat fucking mm -hmm. can't do that yeah chris, chris has a hard time with that himself you know, we, we you know, we, we've been on, we've been on trips together. And I'm like Chris, and he's like Ralph, just not tonight with the face fucking. Okay, just anyway, go ahead. Poor gag reflex. Yeah, That's what I'm blaming He's it got on. a big gag reflex. Okay, go ahead. See, same here. That's he, he says the same oh. thing. Anyway, I'm like Chris, come on, we're on vacation, you know. But he's just want you know, he's want to hear it. What anyway. happens in Vegas stays well, exactly. In Vegas. That's where we were, and I exactly. you know, I'm like Chris, we're That's in it. Vegas. Come on. But anyway. That's it. <laughs> Okay, so that's a hard no for you. The face fucking. Definitely hard no for me. Um, what I would really love to do, um, as I would love to work with other creators, I would love to shoot a scene with another girl. Mm -hmm. um, I would like one of my dream scenes is definitely like a gangbang. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think um, as far as hard limits go, of course I have them. Um, for me personally, it's bodily fluids like urine and scat, mm -hmm. needles, blood play, knife play. Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we're in the same point. Yeah, we, Chris and I, yeah. we, we've been involved in a lot of kink, you know, conventions and stuff together. We, you know, taught at them and stuff. And right, Chris, we have a little problem with the with the the needle play and the in the scat and the medical stuff. We have a that's just not our thing, oh. you know. It gives me the willies. I mean, you know, if, if you're into that, yeah, perfectly man, cool. Good. But for me, it's like, nope, sorry. I'm I have just, a fear you know. of needles, so it is not for me. Yeah, just, Same with me. Same with me. Exactly. I can't even look. I don't even get a flu shot anymore because I cannot look while they do it. Yeah, we're just, you know, we, we've been to the conventions, right, Chris? And, we, and there's, always, there's always a medical room in a dungeon. There's always a dungeon oh. and a medical room. And we, we have literally passed the medical room like this. We just go past it like, you know, speculums. Nope, 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 nope. nope. just, there's stuff I just don't, I just... We both of us both we both it looks of, so cool like i wish i could be into it i really do well the apparatus is you know there are cool apparatus and stuff but then when you get down to the kinks themselves chris and i both go <laughs> we kind of pass yep, the rooms yep. that way not our not our thing so. i had a friend who um i had a friend who pointed out that some of the, the scariest people to play with are like doctors nurses and med techs yeah right because they know how to do this stuff and they do it all the time, so they have no qualms about it. Right, right. So it's like playing with them. It's like, okay, you want me to, 
you know, you know, use a you know scalpel yeah. or a needle no. or whatever. It's like no problem. It's like that's creepy. Yeah, that's <laughs> not my thing. Yeah, so I can see. But now, but you did mention the spanking on on the cam. Are you are you interested in being a sub on a, in a scene at all? I am a switch. Oh. I definitely lean towards submissive okay. heavily. Um, in my personal life, my partner and I are very interested in BDSM. Okay. Um, we are definitely have been looking and trying to find local dungeons mm -hmm. and looking for places to go. Mm -hmm. um, right now, we might have to put a pause on some of it just because I don't know what sort of weird looks you'll get if you suspend a pregnant woman from the ceiling. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's probably I'm sure there's a there's a there's a page for that somewhere, you know. I'm sure there's <laughs> Oh yeah, there's a king for everything. Yeah, there's a king. There's a, there's a lube for any every hole. Um so so okay, so tell us we're going to round up the end here. What what's coming in the near future for you? What what do you think's on the horizon as far as what you're shooting or what you're what you're hearing or what what you're thinking about getting into? I know I shot another scene with Blush Erotica right. okay. uh, the same night that they haven't released yet okay. in the VR. Okay. I would love to shoot more VR, um, mm. and I do see myself shooting more with Blush Erotica. I will shoot with them as long as they'll have me. Yeah. Um, I would love to work with other studios and creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... I'm that. just like, I don't know how to reach out. Well, you know, I guess I guess there's ways to do it. I mean, you can, you can book yourself... Um, by yourself, or you can get you can get an agent too, right? There's all different ways to do it. I know that every time we get a press release across, even a press release from an agent, sometimes, you know, Chris, I see the, you know, if you if you want to contact th this person for an interview, contact the press agent. But then, if you want, you can. But she's self booking, so I've seen, you know, like mm. so I've seen that across the board. It, it, just because you have an agent for your press doesn't mean you're not self booking. So I've seen all different ways to do it. You know. I guess it's just a matter of just uh, do, doing more work, right? Just you know, it's, it's yeah, a it's social a media. Too, I mean, you know, yeah, just do some social media work. I'm sure probably if you reached out to some of the studios, though, of course, half the time it's like you have to find one that actually responds yeah, to social well, media. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure to. they would probably love to work with you. Yeah, I can't imagine there's too many. Uh, that's another big problem. I can't imagine there's too many up this way in New Hampshire. And the New England area, a lot of them seem to be in California and Florida. Right, you're right about mm -hmm. that. Yeah, Nevada and uh, yeah, there's not. I don't know if New Hampshire is the hotbed of pornography. Tell you the truth. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. You know, maybe like maybe what's going down in, in you know maybe some crazy people in Keene, but other than that, there's nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I say Keene is because I've been there about my whole. That's like the one time I've ever been to New Hampshire. I was in Keene. But, um, where's Ben and Jerry's? Is Vermont? Is Ben and, ben and Jerry's in Vermont? I think they're in Vermont, but I, so. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, because I I was up there and went to Keene, and then I remember going to Ben and Jerry's. And I was, but I think that was Vermont. So, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know about New Hampshire being a hotbed of. Uh, well, where was where? I, I can't imagine that. <laughs> no, it is. I, I don't know. Where's Where's Blush Erotica? Where Where are they based? I don't even know where they're based. They are in New Hampshire. Are they? No shit. Are they? Well, they are. Because huh. I they met are. them. That surprises me. I met them in um, at Exotica, New Jersey. Um, in October, because I had been writing for them, and they said, "Oh, we're going to be there," and we met them and stuff. And uh, you know, um, I but I didn't know where they're from. For some reason, I thought they were Las Vegas, but I guess I knew they were doing some shoots in Las Vegas when they were in Las Vegas. But that doesn't mean that's where they're based. Okay, New Hampshire. See, so we're all they wrong. What do we have? The know? cutest. They have the cutest studio in New Hampshire. It's only um, I want to say an hour and a half away from me. Okay. All right. Huh. 
Well, if, if Lush is listening, uh, you, you need to get Lilith in for for every scene that you ever shoot. And, and you need to get Ralph in and, and do more scripts. That's what you need to do. Ralph needs to, Ralph needs to write scripts for Lilith, and we'll, you know, because uh, he's you know, and, and it certainly will be centered around her, her tatas and her. And I'm, I'm sure. Anyway, um, okay, Lilith, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna let you go. Chris and I'll stay on for a little while, but. Um, this has been very informative because it's interesting to talk to a, a, a cam girl. We don't, I don't know if we've done that before, Chris. Have we talked to a cam girl before? I think we've had a couple that use maybe a little bit, yeah. but you know, not exclusively. It's cool that they get that, that perspective, you know, from somebody who actually is working cam and tells us what's going on there. You know, um, that's really interesting. So Lilith, okay. We got, we got all your, your, your socials. We'll get them up. And uh, um, so you do have a Pornhub or you don't have Pornhub yet? I do have a Pornhub. I just don't have anything uploaded yet. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. And uh, and we can also find her. Do you remember the name of the scene in Blush Erotica that you shot? In the name of the scene? Um, the name of the scene, I wanted to say it was After Work Release. Okay. Okay. I wonder what that was about, Chris. After work release, mm, think that was we'll good. find out. That's for sure. <laughs> um, what was that again? Blush erotica. Yeah, um, yeah everybody got to go to Blush erotica right, go, right now. Uh, Lila, thank you so much for taking it. We're going to have you on again. I, yes. I'm warning oh, you. Right. Now. It's delightful. I'm warning you now. I would love to be on again. Thank you so uh, much for having me. You're very welcome, and we'll, and I'll be in touch with you um, on on the slide just to give you some information about what we did here today. And we'll grab some pictures from you, too, so we can put them up on the blog. Um, that's my excuse for getting pictures of you. That's, um, <laughs> well, it's a lot classier than the normal guy's approach. It's just, can I see a picture? <laughs> a drool coming out of your mouth. Yeah, like, you know, like, and my hands I'm dying my in hospital. Send boobs now or I die. Send boobs. <laughs> Mars needs boobs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hands below. My hands are below my waist. Yeah, I got you. The whole thing. Um, you've been nothing but darling to us. Uh, we really appreciate your time. Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. And um, we're, we're like I said, we're going to stay on and talk a little bit. We'll do a talk about you, but it's all going to be only thing, any only good. So, um, but like like our producer said, you just stay on there, you know, or mute whatever you need to do, and we'll keep you in there so it keeps keeps recording your your stuff. If we could do that. All right. Thank you very well, much. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great night. Okay, bye-bye. You too. It was wonderful. What a nice Take care. What a sweetie. Huh? Oh, that was wonderful. Yeah. We are so blessed. We are so blessed doing this. I mean, I, can't, I don't think we've ever had anybody who I consider to be, you know, not less than wonderful. Yeah, well, you know, most people want to come on and talk about what they do because they, they, want, to get, mm -hmm. they want to get a little press or whatever. And with a podcast, you don't know. I mean, you know, we, we say this all the time, Mark. Mark shows me the, the metrics, and you know we got like a hit from Ukraine. I mean, they're in the middle of a war, and they're still watching. <laughs> but um, so like it's weird. It's just a weird. And I, I was talking to um to PJ, who we had on from uh, Robo Babes. Remember PJ? Oh yeah, he was delightful. <laughs> PJ's a, I a talked trip. To him three hours yesterday, and uh, oh my god, we were talking, well, give him my best. For sure. You know, he's not as concerned about hits all the time. He's just he just likes the fact that stuff is out there. And sooner or later, somebody mm -hmm. will find it and it'll come that way. But you know what he said to me? This is very funny. This is this is him saying it. He said, "So he's saying about the history of Ireland and how he's 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 pretty ensconced in history. He's very he's a student of history." So he goes, "So I go to this thing on Ireland that was was like a meeting of 
pirates or something. He say, he says like, when do, when do Ireland have pirates? He says like, what the hell, you know? <laughs> and then he said to me, you ever notice, you listen to an Irish guy speak, he said, and this is him saying it, it's not me saying it. He said, you ever notice when an Irish guy speaks, it sounds like a pirate. And I'm like... Yeah, you know what? You're right. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, like he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm like, you know, like, I said, where's the bird? You know, like, I'm looking at the, and I was like, you know what? And it's him saying it. So I was like, I'm, I didn't say it, you know, but it was really, you ever notice those Irish guys? Everything sounds like a pirate. I'm like, holy shit. That's fantastic. Now, the last, I'm going to say one more time, we're on Licking Non Vanilla. That's what you're listening to with. Uh, yep. with M. Christian and Ralph. You poor unfortunate soul, yes. <laughs> yeah, you fortunate. Now, before we go off, Chris, I want, one thing I want to talk to you about. Did you yes. hear about Space and Time was stopping their submissions over the AI program because they're getting they're getting bombarded with fiction from AI programs? Did you yeah, I heard that. I'm still, I'm kind of skeptical because, you know, the, the chat GTX, or whatever it's pronounced or spelled, it's not that good, right. and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be curious to find out about that because I did hear that. Yeah. And I haven't played with it myself. It's on my to-do list to try and play around with it because I've, I've messed with the visual mm -hmm. programs, right. you know, Dolly and so forth. Right. Um, but I've never used that one, and I would be very surprised if it actually creates anything that would even be remotely passable. Well, he, that's um, what they were saying. But was, I would be kind of curious. Well, they, they got a bunch of fiction. And he, he said it was also, interestingly enough, from a certain part of the world. He didn't say which. Hmm. Um, but he said he was getting it. He said they, it was obvious, even without running any kind of, you know, metrics on it, logistics or algorithms, that it was from a program. It wasn't from a person. So, hmm. but they, they, he just, they, they got dumped with it, which I thought, I mean, look, it's ironic that is that a, a, a well-known science fiction magazine, which space and time is right. It's been around a long time. They're having the problem with this kind of a problem with technology, which is, you know, interesting that mm -hmm. they're having, they're getting fiction that's, that's not created by people more or less. Um, and they're saying that they, you know, they knew it. From the get from the jump, they just knew it from the jump. So I think you're mm. right. I think it's obvious that this stuff is not produced by writers like you and I. You know, well, you're you're a robot, but other than that, you know, um, <laughs> I'm a cyborg. cyborg I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, but that's, that's an offensive person, term. But um, I always forget exactly. Person, right? Exactly. What is detachable yeah. penis? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, it's, you know, I'm not going to go into the specs because they're quite impressive. But, um, yeah, right. you know, it's funny you mention that because <laughs> I remember reading a story by Simak a very long time ago. I need to I need to dig this thing up yeah. because I really want to, you know, do an article or something about it because I can't remember the name of the story. I know it was by Simak and it was about a bunch of people, a bunch of writers, and they all have, you know, machines called yarners. Okay. And I love that term. Yeah, cool. And the yarners are basically like an artificial intelligence okay. that they can adjust dials and so okay. forth and that produces a story. And I know the main character was lamenting the fact that their, their machine was out of date, so they couldn't sell a lot of stories. Okay. And there was one story among well, one writer among them who kept selling a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. And this this one character was jealous and managed to find out that this person actually didn't use a yarner. Oh, okay. They were actually making up the story. Right, actually writing the story. And I just think that is just so precedent. That's I mean, good. prescient. I mean, it's just like I have to dig that story up. I know it exists because I remember reading it. Yeah. But I just love the idea that you know. I think I don't think 
I mean, certain things like the articles that I'm writing right now probably could be written by an AI. Um, <laughs> right. No insult to my talent right. or ability, but right. you know, God knows they're they're pretty formulaic. Right. But fiction is kind of different. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's still fascinating to see how they work. I mean, I'm, I really love looking at some of the stuff that Mid Journey and Dolly does mm-hmm. because you can tell it to do things like I want to see Bambi as directed by H.R. Geiger. Right, you right. know, it's just <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I heard about that. I'd be very curious to find out exactly what these. I mean, it could very well be just be like it's a troll farm or something like that. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I mean, you just, just said that you know you've got a bunch of it, and they had to shut down submissions because they got too hit, too many of them. Um, not that you know. I don't know about you. I, I've said I've sent it to space and time, and have been soundly rejected. Um, but I tend to think, and, you know, we, we've talked about this before, and this is, you know, a small point that only other sci-fi writers are going to get, but there is there is that, there is a cliche, there is a, a little click goes on in certain these magazines. And uh, I, mm-hmm. I was in Barnes & Noble today, and I saw a couple of, you know, I saw Analog and Asimov and, you know, F, F and SF, you know, the few that are left, and uh, same names. I see the same names over and over again. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. Even even given all this, are they looking at all uh, all the fiction that's been sent them? Even if it's not AI produced, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I tend- I'm 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 I have no idea. I mean, I really love it when I can write fiction. In fact, that's, I try and do it at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And I have this I have this thing. I for a long time I was like you. I just would send out stories left, right, and center, yeah. um, and never and got you know depending on where it was going, I get, you know, either no or very little success. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've just kind of made a promise to myself that, you know, I want to keep writing fiction, but I'm going to do it only for places that specifically ask me yeah, to yeah. do it. Um, because I don't really want to deal with that headache of writing something you really believe in. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't, yeah. you know, isn't accepted. Um, it's just, it's a, it's just too brutal. I mean, I'm too old for this yeah, shit. No, no. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, maybe it's silly, but I just prefer to like, when I, when, like when you were wonderfully doing uh grand Falloon and yeah. you know, my friend, you know, Cynthia Ward is doing something. It's like, yes, I'll write you a, a story in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to write for blind publications anymore. It's just too brutal. Well, and you know, although there's a lot online there, it seems to me there's less, well, there's certainly less printed. I mean, that, that's goes without saying. You know? Oh yeah. That's pretty much yeah, dead. And, uh, <laughs> And those those biggies, like I just mentioned, you know, I, I just seen the same names over and over again, you know. So, but um, as always, the listener here has wasted an enormous amount of time listening to two <laughs> blockheads just ramble on. But we what we we started the show wonderfully with with Lilith Babes and uh, got a good perspective for her. She's a just cute little girl and oh, absolutely, got to get her back on for sure. Yeah, she's adorable, and we 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 thank her for her time and. This show will be up, and this is going to be number 49, I think, because Mark was saying 49. We're coming close to 50, I know that. 50 of these, Chris. We've been doing this for, uh, you know, since Marconi. For 50, we get naked. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, I think it was, <laughs> Mark, we, we did this with originally with Marconi, didn't we, when he invented the radio? And then we, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we, we thank you for listening and looking in, uh, as we always do. Uh, this has been Licking Non Vanilla. My name is Ralph Greco Jr. I am one of the hosts here. Over there <laughs> is the other host. Uh, Chris, otherwise known as M. Christian. And uh, we'll see you next time, my little Drews. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, little babes. And uh, we'll see you soon, guys. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. And visit us on the web 
at www.lickingnonvanilla.com.